WTF, we're doing a podcast. I'm Nikki. And I'm Michelle. This is 50. Welcome to What the 50. Join us on our continued journey to simplify our lives. We will seek the answers from the experts and offer tips, tools, and techniques to live your life with confidence and joy. Are we ready? Let's go. So hi, Michelle. Hi, Nikki. Here we are. Here we are with Pooja. Hi, Pooja. Hi, Michelle. And hi, Nikki. It's so nice to meet you guys. So I met Pooja just recently. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a couple weeks? And I already feel like you we, know her. I know her. <laughs> and like, she's such a good friend of mine. Yes. Like we had an instant connection. So she was at the conference mm-hmm. that, um, you know, Trevor and I do the yes. Association of West Indian Gastroenterologists, because she also had previously worked with a group of gastroenterologists in Oakville, Canada. Oh, but we were got to talking about our podcast mm-hmm. and uh, Pooja has a very interesting story. Now, Michelle and I have always, always wanted to talk to people about their arranged marriages. And it's been something that we have been thinking like, gosh, how do we speak to that person about it? And how does it um, affect their parenting? Like what they would like to do. As it's so very parents. different for mm-hmm. us. You know, so we're just dying to hear your experience. And ask you lots of questions. Yes. So, so welcome. Yeah, welcome to What the 50. Thank you so much, Michelle. And thank you so much, Nikki. The feeling is mutual. I, uh, when I started speaking to you, it was almost like I was talking to my old friend where, you know, we just connected after a few years. I didn't even feel like that I didn't know you. That's true. <laughs> It was an awesome, amazing conference. I must say you did an amazing job at the conference. So we connected at that level also. Um, Now, if I talk about my briefly about my arranged marriage and how um, I would say I was like any other girl who was dreaming of a love marriage. Uh, But being in this uh, culture where... um, you are kind of a good girl if you don't back then now it's not like that back then it was like if you're a good girl then you are not going to go for a love marriage you will go by the choice of your parents and so I was torn between uh, the fact that uh, can I pursue my feelings or do I be a good girl or do good daughter so even when I came across some of the guys I really liked, or even when I fell in love, um, I wasn't going completely myself. I was just holding myself back. So it never worked out because because at the back of the mind, instead of focusing on the relationship, I, I was almost, almost jumping into the fact, is my dad going to approve? My mom is going to be happy? So it was almost like I have to find the perfect boy for this family. And um, anyways, long story short, I just felt like it's too much on me. And I said, okay, I'm going to hold back and I let my parents pick the boy for me. And I still remember, I still remember that day when I was sitting, uh, having lunch with my dad. Um, They always thought I am the very bold and uh, outgoing girl. So I'm probably have a boy in mind. So he says, oh, so um, you're of marriageable age. Do you have somebody in your mind? And I was upset because here I am not doing anything. And he's asking me. So I said to my dad, you know what? I have nobody. Pick anybody. 
so confused, so upset with the fact that I have to marry this random person who I don't know, have no relationship. Anyhow, then Before I met. Continue on though. I have so many questions. <laughs> oh my god! So okay. So first of all, this was in India. Yeah. Where in India? Tell us. The capital, New Delhi. Okay. Very metropolitan, very modern. My parents are very modern. They brought me up very much like, you know, you can do anything in your life. Having that said that, they also holded me back saying, oh, you shouldn't work because the good families are going to want a girl who's going to be a housewife. Okay. And, and that to me was like almost like, oh, my God, I don't know how to do that. But whatever they were saying, I was just going with the ride. I didn't know better. And how old were you? I was um, in my university, uh, 21, 22. I remember. But, but do you my, know what's interesting, though? You're saying that your parents were telling you that you could do and be whoever you wanted to be. But yet there was an arranged marriage. Yeah. No. So they would, have, they would have given in if I would have been pursuing somebody or I, if I would have done that, some of the girls around me were doing that. My two best friends, theirs is a love, love marriage. And I was almost uh, spending time with them, looking at their love life and be so happy for them, but never do anything about it because I just wanted to be that perfect daughter. I don't know why. And there's, uh, Having said that, it worked out pretty well for me because then my parents chose this person and they said, okay, you have to meet this. He's coming to see you. It's very weird. It's very surreal because uh, your parents choose, the boy comes to meet you and then luckily I'm allowed to go out with him. There are other arranged marriages where they just sit in the next room or on a terrace and talk to each other for 10, 15 minutes before they decide. In my case, my dad said, no, no, go out for a cup of coffee, um, talk to him. And so uh, he comes, he picks me up, I go with him, and I'm really, really scared inside. Uh, it's almost like a setting up a blind date, even though it's arranged. So I go with him, and two hours, this man is talking to me, and uh, Nikki knows me, I talk a lot, but two hours I didn't talk at all. I just was listening to this man and um, he's talking all about uh, who he is, what he wants from life and a lot of stuff. And on the way back, he liked me. And so he wanted to know whether I'm going to say yes or no. So he wanted an answer right away. And I'm like, my gosh, within two hours? Yes. And I'm like, no, I need time to think. This is huge for me. So I'm quiet, very quiet. And he goes, oh, so probably you're thinking to say no. He, ha he has a very good sense of humor. So I said, um, I didn't say that. So and he, he's just laughed it off. And then I, I just kept it quiet. And I said, I have to say something to you before you go home and think and take a decision. I'm a very talkative person. That's something you're not taking away from this meeting. And you need to know. And he laughed it off. I already know that because you talk so fast. You have so much to say. So I said, okay. Somehow we clicked. I don't know why. It's For him, it was the 30th girl he was seeing. Wow. 30th? He has rejected many girls. He was engaged to somebody. Even that didn't work out. So for me, he was probably first guy I was meeting. 
uh, other people I had seen in a party or something, but never spoken to who were like candidate for me. And with him, this was the first meeting. And I came back home and I'm trying to sit down on a piece of paper, pen, trying to figure out what are the reasons I'm going to say no. And I couldn't write anything. Wow. There was an instant connection. Instant connection. I would say the connection was instant and still scared. I said, okay, mom, I'll give it a try. But please don't say that if things don't work out during the courtship, I can't say no. I really want this freedom that I'm able to say no. And she said, okay. That's a question I have for you. So you are able to say no. Uh, it's it's kind of a gray line. You think you have a say no, but the pressure starts coming the minute you say yes. And uh, it's decided between family. They get so excited. They're not even seeing what two people are going through, whether they're liking each other or not. So it's really difficult to come b- back and say, you start feeling the pressure all, all of a sudden. It's they're buying clothes, jewelry, setting up the venue. It's like they don't take a breath and they start doing everything. Mm-hmm. And in my case, I thought, okay, I'm going to have a long courtship period of 10 months. I'll get to know. Guess what? They want in marriage within two months. Wow. Wow. So wow. that that was so scary. Again, I go back to my mother and say, okay, let's break it off. I just met this guy. Let's find another guy who I can have a long courtship. And she goes, no, that's not how, how life works. Give him a shot. And I'm like, okay, this is scary. I'm telling him I don't like the idea. Two months is too less. So he kind of convinced, trying to convince me. I said, the, so I sit back, I'm crying. I'm really crying. I'm so upset. So I said, okay, I call him back. And I said, the only way I will agree to this date is if you meet me every single day. I don't care you're well. Okay. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need to meet you the next, uh, say, 55 days left. No matter coffee, dinner, just I have to see you in person. No phone calls. See you. And so he said, done. I'll do it for you. And like so, that. <laughs> so we start, started meeting, connecting. Um, it was... It was just everything was right. Like, I mean, I didn't even one or once or twice we fought. I would say I was the one who was mad at him or mostly he was very calm. Having said that, the flip side of that is he somehow just did not want to lose me. So he didn't show one side of him, which is like he gets angry. (laughs) But two months, he didn't show me because he didn't want to lose. And two after marriage, one, the first time I saw him angry, I'm like, what you can get mad too <laughs> but yes he <laughs> um so taking from there the i remember the f- after marriage it was beautiful because the what happens in arranged marriages is when the girl comes most of the houses not everybody's story is same but they welcome you they treat you like a princess they don't expect you to cook for a certain period of time um, they 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 just shower with you love and gifts and so much. Now the family always is good. It's just the connection between two people. And yes, it's like any other relationship, but it's almost like like some people meet and they jump into living, and living can break in. So did but, you have to live with his family, or you lived on your own? his family joint family so I was living with his mom dad and his unmarried sister 
and um, uh, they were very modern i must say they didn't expect me to wake up at a certain time they they kind of said okay whatever time you want to wake up and 9 o'clock was very late in indian standard but i i kind of chose just to be a decent dog <laughs> 9 o'clock is what i when i got up and uh, i first year i would say I didn't talk too much because i didn't know if, if i had right filters so i said if i don't talk that's better so i talked like a little bit and my sister advised me one thing beautiful um she says focus on this relationship for one year give your 100% to this relationship do not distract with the people you are close to because you want you are want to spend time with your cousin or friend because i was i had too many friends so she says give one year to him and let it flourish and i took that to my heart i i like i would do fight with him because he would leave a party early um i would do certain things because he wanted i wasn't doing anything i would get dressed in the evening when he was coming so almost like every day is a date um it's actually good advice but yeah marriage. for sure for sure yeah. yeah and we worked together communication was amazing i also was very clear that what i wanted from this manager i said um uh, remember one thing i may not be working i'm not financially independent but if you cheat on me that's that's it i'm very sure of what i want from my relationship my husband or my boyfriend it doesn't matter um i'm very clear you can give me less but i need the trust i need the respect those are few things which i definitely need from oh. my partner you set the boundaries from early and that is great advice yeah. for any any, marriage, any marriage. marriage yeah and you knew exactly what you wanted yeah there is one thing i would love to tell you is because my mother was um my best friend but from another generation and in india the pressure is you have arranged marriage and sometimes it's a good story sometimes it's a bad story you can end up getting married to a person who is abusive or who is uh, gay or who is uh, any number of reason let's put it this right. way so I, my worry was i'm getting married to this man i don't know who he is so i said to my mom i'm doing what you want me to do when i come back don't shut the door on me because mm-hmm. that was me common mom and dad would say work it out not realizing what she's going through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i said three reasons i might come back if he hit me i'm back no matter what if he uh, is cheating i'm back and third i said which was so cute i said if i don't have a chemistry i'm back and she was such a sweet old lady and she goes what is chemistry <laughs> <laughs> I think mom I, do, I can't explain you it's just I probably you guys call it love but it's a chemistry between a man and a woman if I don't have it I'm not going to live in a miserable life I need my chemistry but and you know I, what I would say though is that your parents they instilled a certain independence in you and therefore you're able to determine what you wanted and what you did not want from day one even though it was an arranged marriage yeah yes and uh, i would say i'm 29 years married okay. um thanks like any other marriage love or arrange our marriage has had the same challenges i must say yeah. uh, i am i feel like um he was the one like all my friends who have known me so well and they said nobody could have picked up a better person than him he challenges me he, who i am today is because of him he has given me courage 
even if I had to drive to New Jersey by myself and I'm freaking out and he goes, no, you can do it. He is one person. He's always said, you can do anything. He, if he doesn't want to do anything, he always says, but you can do it. Yeah. He is never hold me back. And that to me is the best love he has given me. Like that's amazing. Fantastic. And yeah. I have seen Vivek and together and they definitely have the chemistry so when she told me honestly that it was an arranged marriage i was like so really, intrigued yeah, yeah, and yeah, i really yeah. wanted to know more but is he from new delhi also he's from new delhi and uh half of the family and half of my friends thought i was lying that i'm uh, having an arranged marriage because where he lives is where my school was so like i was in that area all the time and they thought i bumped in and i probably had a love marriage but i'm hiding it and I said to them, are you crazy? If I had the love marriage, I would have been jumping on top of the world because that's what I wanted. I wanted to know the guy. Now, at, at the age of 50 plus, I would say it, it doesn't matter how you meet a person. And I see all these young generation and some of them have found their love or partner and some of them are trying to. And some of them have the skills to find the people, but some I feel are struggling, but they are not open to the mind of let their parents introducing people. I'm not saying arrange, let them introduce. Nobody knows you best than your parents. So that brings us to the next thing about mm -hmm. parenting. Mm -hmm. And so Pooja has two daughters, right? Mm -hmm. Two yes, daughters. I have I have two daughters. Uh, one is in studying in um, LA. Uh, she's studying master's in USC and she's engaged. Ooh, um, probably will be married in a year or two. My other one is uh, also uh, finished her uh, uh, graduation and is going to pursue master's. Um, she's not in any relationship. I mean, if she is, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> for her, I, I feel like she'll either find herself or otherwise, I'm one of those really bad, annoying brown mother who's always saying, oh, this boy is nice. Oh, why don't you think about him? <laughs> so she is like, okay, mom, please. But sometimes I genuinely feel like if I could tell her, you know what, I'm just introducing. It's just like your friends introduced. And maybe you should think about it. But she gets annoyed. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that brings us to the question of, how would you have wanted an arranged marriage for your children? Like, how do you approach parenting that? Well, let me, but before you answer that, though, yeah. both girls, um, they grew up in the U.S. or in India? Okay. So in Canada. I moved, okay. I moved to Canada when they, uh, they were five and three and a half. So okay. even though they were born in India, they were raised here. Um, I would say that get, from the get go, I always was very open with the fact that I will let them choose anything in their life, whether it is marriage or career. Um, uh, the world is your oyster, like you do whatever you want to do. So uh, even that and even after that, even once they have decided who they're going to get married, how they want to get married, whether it's 15 people or 100 people, it's I want them to live the way they want to live, okay. not not how I want. And there was nothing wrong. My parents absolutely loved me. But I wish I had that thought process that I could do whatever. And I wanted them to have that. And sometimes I don't tell them that how precious that is to have that peace of mind that 
I can do and I don't have to prove anything to my parents. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're trying to prove something to our parents. We all love our parents. And I think we don't forcefully do it. We just feel like doing that that for them. Um, But again, I have nephews and I have my daughters and I feel like some of them have found beautiful partners and I absolutely am happy. And some are still trying to find. And um, I wish I can help. And I also have to hold back. I don't have to. I have to let them live their life. But I'm worried. I don't want them to be lonely. I If that's the life they choose, that's fine. But if they don't choose someone and they are not happy, then I would be sad for them. So you think you think a modern a modern matchmaking would be something kind of what you would be hoping for if you could choose. Yes, I just feel like they have to be a little open, like they don't have to think and jump that if the mother or the father suggests or a brother, sister, that it's an arranged marriage. This is not, arranged is not, even if you look back, mine was not arranged. Yes, it was arranged, definitely. But I put my heart and soul into it. And I I was ready to walk away a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And before marriage, after marriage, I think I was giving my 200%. And every time the small thing he did made me fall in love with him all over again, like, like any marriage, like you have to work, you have to uh, uh, bring newness to it and you have to be there for each other and you have to give space. Space is so important. I feel like if you don't give space to each other, um, it's not healthy. He has more flexibility to travel than I have. And um, I said, don't hold back, go with a friend. And some of my friends would say, how do you trust him going by himself? I said, and then I tell them, Uh, I actually love my husband and he knows what I want from this marriage. And if he has to cheat, he will cheat when he's here. He doesn't have to travel to do that. So (laughs) why, why do we make life so complicated? So similarly, I feel like I want my daughters to be confident like this. Life happens. People fall in love and fall out. Many things happen, but I, one thing I love is, uh, sharing your life with somebody of course um i feel like i'm 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 so happy because i have him and we have a good connection we love so many things together but then the other things which we don't love together we do separately and uh, that's what i think makes our marriage very strong of course, of course. and of course you'll be a great example to both girls as well right. yes Definitely. Uh, there have been times because we are very, very modern couple in the sense we fight too. Like I think some of the marriages, the women just don't fight because they think whatever the husband is saying, that's right. Uh, in mo- a lot of arranged marriages, uh, financially, they let the man do whatever they want. Um, we have a very, very amazing partnership in every way. And sometimes we, not sometimes, we actually fight every day, which is very cute. <laughs> Um, because I think if you don't communicate, if you don't tell each other uh, how you feel, that's not a marriage, that's not a relationship. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes my daughters will come and say, are you guys happy? I said, no, no, this is sometimes we communicate this way. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, I think it's a very healthy marriage. And uh, they do see that. Um, 
if they don't like something they never tell us so i don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so what so puja if you could choose somebody for your daughter the one that doesn't have a partner right now you have anybody in mind <laughs> oh my god and what type of person would that be i actually uh, um, would be very honest um, i went in india for a wedding and i met this boy uh, <laughs> i absolutely lo- love him it's a little complicated because it's like my distant relative's son and um, so it becomes complicated when it's uh, relatives and we all were bothering her regarding him but he seems like a perfect match in my mind but would they will, are they, and he is looking for a nice girl and she's she is very uh, uh, close she doesn't tell me what she wants in life um maybe she knows maybe she doesn't maybe she's dating somebody i don't know but if i was allowed i would say guys just meet once <laughs> just like my dad said <laughs> So but what is what characteristics does this perfect person have for that you would I, love? I feel like um that he is a, a very uh very much intelligent very intelligent just like her and um uh, you know how the culture is he understands the culture how she understands so maybe it might work maybe it won't but it's just like I felt like he has a lot of things which complements my daughter's uh, personality mm-hmm. he would respect her intelligence he would also uh, be modern enough to let her do what she wants it's just that some of the things which probably my father saw in him um as he saw in me i'll i'll tell you something that because uh, i remember i asked my dad how did you choose this man for me and he said to me was um i wanted a certain kind of family but i also wanted a certain kind of education for uh, with the man my dad was very educated masters uh, even though belonged to a, a family which was very much business oriented and he found this boy, boy who is in a business but he also was he had he had done his masters very intelligent he says in life if you have education no matter what you'll never fail and i am so proud that he saw that vision because my husband had a business which didn't do well in india and when we moved here he had the skills and education enough to pursue different jobs before he landed up again into business but he was so versatile to do anything and that was my dad's vision not mine wow mhm so sometimes our parents see beyond what because they somehow know you right your core and they are protecting you in a way that you don't even know mhm very true one thing i will also want to point out about arranged marriages and that's why i feel like kids should listen to us is you know why arranged marriages work because your parents are finding you a kind of a similar environment they are finding you kind kind of uh, the uh, financial stability which is similar to what you have uh, they're finding the similar food habits the similar a similar background so when you go into the marriage the so many things are quite similar the language the food the environment the financial stability that you're not challenged by those things you're just challenged to accept these people learn to love these people build that relationship right yeah, let me ask some- a question is there a difference between the traditional arranged marriages and the modern arranged marriages um 
I think a little bit of the format is same, but it's a little different because now the parents are aware they have to have a mix of love and arrange. They mm -hmm. know, they understand even in arrange, they have to introduce the people and let them build a relationship. They, in fact, encourage that. Okay, we're not in rush. If you two people are, are introduced, maybe you can talk to each other. Maybe you can meet many times or few times. Again, this is something very different from different part. A metropolitan city may be following this. Maybe the village are still traditionally old, still meeting once and getting married. Uh, I will explain you three generation difference. My mother-in-law saw my father-in-law on the day of the wedding, his hand. She had not seen his face. Wow. My sister met my brother-in-law for um, with 10 people, didn't even get an opportunity to talk to the man said yes, got married. Wow. I had the opportunity to meet him and know him a little bit before I got married. So how the the generations and how the person, like I was very clear, I need to talk to the person, I need to yes. meet the person. Uh, every time I was having doubts, my friends were my pillars. Every time I wanted to walk away from that relationship because I was scared, I was so scared. I, I was just like, how I'm so, how am I supposed to fall in love with this man in two months? Mm -hmm. And it's very scary. Um, I used to say this phrase, and even I say it's arranged marriage is like going to Vegas. You get lucky or you don't. <laughs> for sure. And you got lucky. You got I really did. lucky. You for sure. Really you got really lucky. I did. About arranged marriages. Is it something that's common in all of India, no matter class, religion? Is it pretty much standard? Yes, it is very common. I don't know what the percentage at this point is. Uh, there was a stigma uh, maybe 30 years back that love marriage girls were very strong. They were they were like very outgoing. I don't know how to put it, but they were not considered good girls, good, as you said. Right. Or they were like very outgoing or whatever. Everybody, all the boys were dating, but they wanted to do arranged marriage. Like I didn't get it. So you, you have, you meet all these girls. So have fun or not. And then you want arranged marriage because you want that girl. So that made no sense to me. And then there were boys who would fall in love and would uh, somehow make it happen that they would get married. Both my best friends our love marriage they met their uh, um, uh, partners in grade 10 wow. and yeah and so they're happily married just like me and so love and arrange both can work right and I would say it's still a major population is still in arranged marriage um, the only thing which I'm really sad is because the society the way they work is once you're married you don't break the marriage even if it is loveless marriage mm. and to me I even in my family, I had seen so many couples loveless. And uh, I used to feel sad. I said, I never want to be in that relationship. Okay. And now that I've been married so many years, I've realized, oh, you have to work on love. Arrange your love. <laughs> love. You have to work on it. Yeah. it yeah. For sure. For sure. But let, let me ask you a quick question. Sorry, Nikki. No, no um, do you think that for the arranged marriages, or is it just a part of your culture? Do you think that? it's geared more towards men as opposed to women. Do men have more of an option as opposed to women? The say. Yeah, the, choice. yeah, the yeah. choices. Yeah. Uh, yes and no. Your husband, you were 
the third, the third year. year. You know why? Okay, in his defense, I think what was happening was they all were very excited and they wanted him to get married, and so they were they were just probably any girl who would see they would say, oh, "Let's go and see this girl," okay. or they they didn't do their own first, you know, first interview or first look. You so they were super <laughs> happy. Whereas my parents didn't. Uh, mine, mine was very uh, um, out of the norm. My, my husband was in a religious group. My mother-in-law was in a religious group, and so was my mother. And that somebody uh, saw Vivek, and another person saw me, and they all said this makes sense. Okay. And okay. It was some strangers coming together, not anybody. It was almost uh, meant to happen. And so they said, okay, you guys should meet. And so my dad was like, okay, I like his uh, education a lot. And uh, um, I always say my husband was really good to look at. And I would always say that when I met him, um, a girl looks in a guy and good to look at. He had a very amazing sense of humor. Here I was so worried and scared and he was joking and I'm like, why is he joking? Even in the first meeting, he says, would you like to hear a joke? And I'm looking at him. No, I am <laughs> to decide I'm going to live my life with you or not. And you're interested in jokes. So it's just, it, I, I don't, I, in my opinion, after that two hours, let me tell you, Nikki and Misha, I should have come back and said no. Because of the stuff he was talking about. He was so deeply into that religion. And he was constantly saying, you know, that's my priority. That's who I am. And after 15 minutes, I realized he is not focusing. So I said, okay, that's your religion. I have my own religion. You have your own religion. Like whatever you believe. We both believe, but you're too deeply. You're so young, 25, when you're talking about all is the God and everything. I said, what's the place of a partner in you? And that's all I said. And he started talking. Mm-hmm. So I I wanted him to realize, he wanted me to tell that don't try to change me. I said, I'm not trying to change you. You be who you are. I'll be who I am. Let's talk about what is a relationship look like. Mm-hmm. And then he started talking what all he would love in a, a woman. And um, I just kept on listening that, what is he saying? And does it make sense? Can I be that person? Yeah. I've heard though that in some marriages, they... For the for the wife, she's not she's sort of removed from her friends and from her family. Does that still happen? It's kind of because uh, I think the village having that village support is really really important. It is so. Um, it it is true um, because the uh, woman is expected to do if especially when she's a housewife, she's expected to take care of the kids. She is expected to take care of the house. And if she's not in the same city, yes, she is hardly able to see her parents and all that. Um, my mother-in-law was taking care of the whole house, like in the sense she had to take care of the kids, their education, the house, the food. Uh, back then, she didn't have help. And the only thing she could do was on a weekend, she would go and see her parents for a few hours. Um, but my needs were different. When I got married, I was very close to my parents, but I was looking something different. I wanted to work. And I was told before marriage, don't work, don't work because good families won't like working women. And I get married and my husband and my father-in-law are such amazing modern people. They said, oh, you want to work? Go ahead and work. You want to join the business? Join the business work we would want you to be in a safe place choose something and let us know and i remember having to uh, join starting a business with my husband and then 
it was taking a toll on our relationship so walking away from that business because my relationship was more important than mm-hmm. my business mm-hmm. so then then i had two daughters and then again i was losing myself i wanted to be more than a mother a daughter in law a daughter a wife it was in me that i wanted to be more and i remember dropping my older daughter to a school and at the gate like a like a naive girl hey do you have a job and they said yeah we need somebody for four days and then i stayed there for two years nice like four, literally i got the job like as a teacher and then i'm working there for two years before i moved to canada and so i've always felt like that i never was complete as a housewife and no offense to any woman yes. it just was just wasn't your choice yes but to me i adore and admire housewives i just wanted to do something productive and it was not about being independent on money i think i was lost if i wasn't doing something and coming here i i landed in the medical field and that made me feel so satisfied because it was almost like when you're not well and you are able to help those people in very simple way just the appointment just the just just to uh, uh, basic uh, test but it made me feel like i've helped some someone mm-hmm. and so so not only the job but just learning being going out meeting independent women um that made me feel like uh, like you know i'm doing something Absolutely. and let me ask you though for you just to go back a bit for your mother in law you said every she looked after the household and everything so did she have any other sons that got married and came back to the house as i'm say uh, say that again your mother in law you said your mother in law yeah. took care of the house and everybody yes. that was in the house so yes. did your husband have other brothers that got married and and brought the wives back to that household we were but we were living in separate floors even though we were a joint family so she only the tradition as well once you get married you go back to the in-laws and the entire family stays in one multi-generational yeah. Yeah. yes so i'll explain you why we do it and it kind of makes sense um, you know why in india pe- uh, people live together because the plus side is uh, there's a village to look after each other and right. plus they don't buy houses they don't have mortgages they this is the way they have simple life with simple incomes because in the same household when i was living with my in-laws and we all uh, whoever was working was making money and other people were home there was no mortgage to be paid so so living together has its benefits but this is changing now um uh, now the new generation when i go back and see they try to live separately because even the parents like it because they understand they have a different lifestyle they want to party or they want to do and the parents don't want to do so it makes sense i i i personally feel my daughters they sh- i i'm not one person i'm hoping they should come back to me they should live near me in my basement no i want them to live their life i have lived my life they need to independently live i feel like when you walk away from your parents and live separately you grow 10 times more your relationship is healthier and uh, y- if i was living in india with them yes i would have had the blessing of being with them and which is beautiful but where i've achieved in my life by coming to this country and and working together as a team and providing what i am able to give my daughters i don't think so i could have done that because coming out of the comfort zone mm-hmm. and 
working hard has brought me to this place which i think i would have been in secure environment where you have your parents and if you're not able to do it they'll do it for you right. so you're not fighting more than you should fight right and mm-hmm. you and your husband of course develop your own type of um teamwork as opposed to if there's always an in-law or other family members to help you out you kind of don't figure it out on yourself and on you your create own. your own lifestyle right for you know? sure for sure yes but why don't you ask the question about the hbo thing again so puja i i um did some research and i saw that there is a netflix special called yeah. matchmaking in india are you familiar with it yes i'm familiar with it and i've seen season 1 but i haven't started the season 2 okay okay so is it a is it a true reflection of what arranged marriages are in india in some ways you can say it is but not completely because okay. if you look at india it's it's uh, it's a huge country with a very different uh, style of uh, uh, the metropolitan and then the village village is not representing what matchmaking is showing mm-hmm. 80% of the people are still in that traditional way of getting married and the parents said the parents match it's not as glamorous it's not as advanced like the way they show mm-hmm. of course this is a show they have to make it interesting so right. in some ways in some part of the society maybe it is true but not completely uh, okay well interesting made for, made for viewers made for tv <laughs> i mean if any if we learn anything from this i think that there's a lot of benefit of arranged marriages yeah. and maybe we should not even call it arranged marriages cuz maybe that has a little bit of a stigma as such you know that's and- certainly i mean what comes out of it for me is whether it's an arranged marriage or a love marriage there are certain basic things of that course. are critical to make that marriage a success of course yes definitely yeah. that's really really the key to any relationship i feel like regardless of marriage every relationship we have whether with whether it's with our daughter or sister um we all have to work on that mm-hmm. relationship is not easy Absolutely. and sometimes you find that uh, uh, a friend who is more than uh, anything who understands you like he she's not family nothing but they just get you because it's 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 the mindset which meets right of in different times very interesting you may be close to one person today and uh, all of a sudden you cannot even recognize that person after, down the line because right. you've gone to be a different person mm-hmm. and it has happened to me um i i i've had friends and i can't even relate to them and it doesn't mean they are not good or i am bad i just have started looking at the world differently i'm not the same pooja who came to this country and uh, i'm not the same person and the experiences the people who i've come uh, to work with or um, met different people in my life or even the experiences of being in the medical field seeing life so closely uh, you know how people are thinking and dreaming so many things and you don't know whether you have tomorrow so i guess sure. you have to take one day at a time of yeah, course for sure yeah i think that you are, like have very solid approaches of having a relationship and i'm sure that you've imparted this onto your children um but you know that having raised children in north america 
there it's a multicultural society so are you i'm pretty sure that you are open to other nationalities other ethnicities other religions if they came home with somebody else there don't necessarily have to be indian from day one i said to them um i i want you to choose the right person it right. shouldn't it shouldn't be that your parents are saying you want an indian boy or you want this one or that one i said when you because i don't want to bound you by the do's and don'ts which i had and mm-hmm. i feel like uh, you need to meet people and when love happens it will happen and then i don't want you to hold back and uh, so i am i was very open about it in any every way not even like what ethnicity i even i didn't know who they were when they were growing up and listening to so many people how they feel so scared to even come out if they are um, uh, gay or lesbian i said you remember mo- your mom is going to love and accept you no matter what mm-hmm. so whoever you fall in love i to some of my friends would say you don't tell them you want indian it's so much easier i said i don't want them to feel easy i want them to f- fall in love i want them to be who they are and uh, that helps you when you don't have all these baggages uh, um, in with you so that's that's one thing i always told them um and you i think they saw me and vivek working on our relationship so they understand uh, for any successful relationship you have to work on it mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i i don't think i ever sat down with them and said you have to do this or that I I've always believed what you want to teach your children you just be an example. Of absolutely. Course, absolutely. Course, definitely. So Pooja you're a, a modern mom coming from okay. a traditional background. For sure. Yes. <laughs> For sure. I try to um I always try to I always uh, feel like um um you set an a good example and that's better rather than telling them do's and don'ts. I think my mom was the kindest kindest my dad my mom both but my, I think my mom um the the love she had for people even the people who would be not nice to her it was cho- just so I I couldn't comprehend how she could love all the people even the people who were mean to her so to me that um uh, uh, was with me always I was not that person it took me a really long time to have that courage to love the people who are not nice to me but i always try my best and i say if my, she could teach me not saying anything then if i'm able to do that then my daughters will also know the kindness you can give to the world absolutely well i think that your daughters are pretty lucky to have you as a mom almost making it but thank you so much for being here with us today we've learned so very much very interesting yes, yes absolutely yes, Absolutely. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's an um, uh, amazing to talk to you both. I've been listening to some of the podcasts and I'm going to continue finishing all the podcasts. Thank you. Thank you so much. And enjoy your trip cuz um Thank you so much. On a big trip tomorrow. Oh, lovely. Yes. Safe yes. travels. Thank you so much. All righty. And thank you again Pooja for taking the time. I know the you know before you travel it's always a little bit frenetic. So yeah. thank you for taking the time. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of What the 50. 
please show your love and encouragement by sharing, subscribing, and leaving a review wherever you're listening. And don't forget to like and follow us on Instagram. And please join our active Facebook group at what.the50. 